Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me just pull up. <clears throat> Let me pull up my notes. Uh, the second half of that scripture was the word of God did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith. Um, but my prayer tonight is that we mix the word of God that we hear with faith uh, tonight. Um, let's start this from, sorry, we're starting it from slide number, uh, I believe, oh, people are trying to come in, everybody's trying to do a lot of things at the same time, <laughs> hallelujah, uh, huh? so this is where we ended, let me, somebody had given the feedback that we should, uh, Put it in presenter mode. Dr. So, Abby, you need to come closer to your computer or increase the volume. Oh, okay, sir. Hmm. Uh, okay, is this better now? This one is, is better, yes. The one you just did now. Okay. So I don't know what screen you can see. It's in the presenter mode. Yes. We can see you. We can see the slide number eight. Okay, slide number eight. Okay, so that's where we're going to end. Uh, that's going to end. That's we can it. see both screens. No, that's not the plan. The plan wasn't yeah, to do that. Exactly. I okay. think I think I'm going to go with I'm going to go with my original plan. Um, and yes. uh, apologies to the person who said they couldn't uh, uh, see the screen. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with my original plan and that is just to share the screen. So, and let's stop this. Um, I don't want to do and show. I don't want if, to do If you can check your mic setting, man. It's kind of low. I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me? Okay. Uh, I mean, it's, it's really when you move closer like that that I can oh boy. hear a little bit. More. Okay. I think we're having an interesting evening, but that's that's all good. That means that the word of God is going to be doubly rich. Ah, uh, that's that's my confession about it. So I don't know what you can see right now. We can see your slide. Okay, awesome. That's 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 that that's the plan. Uh, let me see view. Let's see what we want to see. Uh, yeah. That, I'm just going to leave it like that. I was going to accommodate somebody, but I, I, that's not going to work. So uh, I'm not going to stress myself on that. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to start from here. And as we start from here, we're starting with uh, where we stopped last week. And one of the things that, the, the few things that we covered last week, we covered the fact that we all need help. Uh, and that help we can, the help that we're looking for is the help that we can get from God uh, and not from man. Uh, I'm having a little bit of a technical issue here, so just give me one second. Just one second.
Okay, let's go back to sharing. Okay. So this is where we left off. Uh, actually, the technical issue was I just glanced at my power source and I noticed I was like on the last bar on my laptop. So that would not have been good. So it was better to just uh, get take care of that while we're still at the beginning. So the second segment, so the first part we talked about was the life areas needing help. Uh, and, you know, we, we covered what help the kind of help we're talking about here is the divine help uh we said it was from the hebrew word called jehovah Ezer, which is god is our helper and then we talked about the life areas uh of people that are needing help uh and uh we talked about that when people somebody is in trouble they could use the help that comes from god when we're cast down uh i'm just going to skim through them when we're we need help from the tormenting powers of the enemy. And then when we cannot handle the blessing alone and we need somebody to come help us, to come along us and help us. Uh, and we gave various examples and various uh, scriptures uh, last time that we came together. And we said even in the period of lack of any kind, uh, oh, okay, even in the period of lack of any kind, we also need help. So now we're going to segue to the other part of, uh, of help. And I think Pastor laid the foundation on Sunday when he talked about the God factor. When he talked about the God factor as the key to success. And if we look at the God factor, the God factor is centered on us needing help. And the kind of help that we need is the help that God can provide. There's certain things that there's nothing you can do about it unless God would help you in that particular situation. So, so as we move into that, we, we're talking about those who qualify for help. And, and we had this whole conversation uh, last uh, over the weekend about when we say those who qualify for help uh, presupposes that there's some people that don't qualify for help. And then we want to balance that against people who, where, where we have the great commission that we're supposed to go out and win souls to God, meaning that everybody needs help, whether they're in the fold now, they need the help of God, whether they're not yet in the fold, we need to bring them into the fold. So everybody needs help in one, uh, in one form or another. So if we talk, if we start from uh, this, I think this is a um, screen, this is a, yeah, those who qualify for help. Am I on the right screen? Yeah, the upright. So I'm trying to let people in. I'm trying to do a lot of technology and everything at the same time. Uh, so we say, who are those people who qualify for help? Uh, and we're going to look at the Bible. We're look, going to look at instances in the Bible. That, that, those are examples. We, we're not going to do anything outside of the, of the Bible because once you get outside of the Bible, then you, it's subject to everybody's personal interpretation. And that's not what we want to do uh, in this particular uh, lesson. So we said the upright, uh, meaning when we say the upright here, uh, we're talking about somebody who has is living their life in the integrity of God. That's who that's who the Bible definition of somebody that is upright uh, uh, is. And so we can start here with Rome um, with Job eight and twenty. And in Job eight and twenty, as I did last week, uh, my scriptures are coming from the Amplified Bible. And that's just because it, it enables me 
to expound the word the way I want to. King James doesn't quite do that for me in, in, in a lot of regards. Uh, so Job 8 and 20, and it says, Behold, God will not reject a man of integrity, nor will he strengthen or support evildoers. Wow, when you look at that, you're like, man, we're so privileged that God can call us because of the finished work of Jesus. He can call us upright. And because he calls us upright, part of our work as Christians is to remain people of integrity. And God will not reject a person of integrity or a man of integrity, uh, nor will he strengthen or support evildoers. Uh, the, only th- the only message we have for evildoers is for them to come to Jesus. That's the message we have for evildoers. Nothing else but to come and receive Jesus so that they can transform into that person of integrity. Uh, And then in Psalm 79 and uh, verse 9, uh, here it says, uh, uh, Help us, O Lord, uh, our God of, help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Rescue us and forgive us our sins for your name's sake. Actually, this is a confession that you can also do on a daily basis because uh, on a daily basis, there's just something you know that as long as you're living in this human flesh, there's going to be an opportunity for you to ask for forgiveness. And that is why if you recall, the Bible says we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling. It's an ongoing work that we need to do in that particular area. So who are those people that, and I, so I was looking for another verse of scripture that will kind of talk about the upright. And I, I went to Psalm 1 and uh, 1 to 3, and it says here, it says, uh, I don't know if somebody has it handy. I don't have it typed out here. Uh, but it, it, my paraphrase is, uh, blessed is the man who doesn't stand, who doesn't stand, who doesn't stop, and who doesn't sit in the council of the ungodly. Uh, but his ways, he delights in the laws of the Lord, and that's where he camps himself. He delights in the things of God, and 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 as he does that, that word of God begins to transform him, and he becomes a person of integrity because of what he has decided that he's going to do. And if you notice here, and there's going to be a thread throughout this study tonight, is that there's a component of personal responsibility. There's something God is going to do, and there's something that we are going to have to do. Uh, in this particular work as we talk about uh, qualifying for help, asking for help, looking to God for our help. And here also those who trust in him, uh, uh, those who trust in him also are those who qualify for help. And there's a, there's a verse of scripture that, that, that readily comes to mind here. And the verse of scripture here is, uh, 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 and even in the, in, the, in the notes, it says Psalm 37 and, and 40 out of the amplified and it says here the lord helps them and rescues them he rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they take their refuge in him i i i encourage us to to take some of these scriptures down and turn them into confessions uh that we can speak out you know that we that on a on a daily basis you can just put them around the house and just speak them uh, that the Lord helps me and rescues me, rescues me from the wicked and saves me because I take my refuge in him. That's, that's part of us looking to God to be a helper. Uh, and then, but as we were talking in our lesson, in our prep class, we say those who trust him, but he says one, one caveat we want to put here is that you trust people, but use the wisdom 
So one of our teachers say, use basic wisdom to deal with others, uh, 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 as well as to uh, in dealing with sometimes people who want to scam you. So don't, I mean, as, as much, and time wasters, I had to move that out of the way, and time wasters. So those who trust him, and part of our confession is that God will give us that wisdom and insight so that we know when we're dealing with scammers, we know when we're dealing with people that are just uh, uh, ready to waste our time. And that can be in so many areas that God would help us and deliver us from time wasters. Uh, Pastor alluded to that on Sunday. He said, you know who a, a classic time waster is? Somebody that you give, that asks you for advice and then they don't take the advice. That is a classic time waster. Uh, uh, and just, just, just let's be, you know, uh, careful about uh, that. I pulled up another scripture because I wanted to, uh, in some of these instances, we, we have added some scriptures, additional scriptures. So uh, as we find that some of those scriptures are more aligned with how we want to uh, explain the, the verses. So this is one uh, uh, in Proverbs 3, 5 to 10. And in Proverbs 3, 5 to 10, it says, lean on uh, uh, trust in and be confident in the Lord. I need to move this out of the way. And be confident in the Lord uh, with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. And here he says, in all your ways, uh, record, know, recognize and acknowledge him uh, and he will direct and make straight and plain your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely from away from evil. It shall be, when you do that, then verse 8 will happen. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. And another translation gives something else, but you get the gist. And it says here, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income so shall your storage places be be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine so here this is somebody that trusts the lord and when you trust the lord and you put your whole heart and you trust the lord uh, as you do that you will manifest in your health it will manifest and you do the corresponding action in your giving. It will manifest in the blessings of God in your life and even in your finances, in your storage places. Because somebody that doesn't have anything does not need a storage place. So you, you need a storage place where your house is overflowing and you need somewhere to put something in. So that that way, you know, people come into your house and your house doesn't look cluttered. And that's why a lot of people do get uh, storage places. That means they have more than enough where we can go into that because there's a difference between having a good storage place and hoarding uh, and there's a fine line between both of them uh and so we're still talking about those who qualify for help and here we say everybody everybody just put yourself in there everybody does qualify for help and here part of still the same um line of thought those the needy the poor and the needy and in our notes, and I have some extra notes here, is that we need to leverage the Holy Spirit to discern who really needs the help. Uh, give, and as you do that, give what you can afford. 
because sometimes when you give somebody something to somebody or they you bought, you lend something to somebody my philosophy is i'm going to give you something that if you don't return it that's fine it, it doesn't it doesn't cause problem so just you know so let the holy spirit give us discernment uh, as to who needs really needs help and the kind of help that they need so that we can direct our resources and direct our help to the different areas and Towards the end of this lesson, we'll talk about certain areas where people may need help, and we have a resource for you. It's an it's a dynamic resource, meaning that we're going to add to it uh, in terms of where we can get certain types of help that people may need. And uh, in our lesson, one of our teachers had mentioned that they they always they always their conviction is that it's best to be on the side of giving and to be the receiver even though both are great but it's also good to to give and if you recall there's that scripture that the person who gives to the poor lends to the lord and the lord would repay uh so my prayer and i think one prayer that we need to take here is that may god make us givers uh, and given is not just don't immediately think money there's so many areas maybe knowledge maybe you know some people things come to them very easily that they can pass that knowledge across um, and also as we do that may we not be weary in well give in well doing may we not be weary in giving uh, because when we say giving it's not just financial spiritual salvation direction it could be any area of deficiency that an individual need has that we're able to meet that need but don't let us be weary that oh my goodness here they come again here they come again uh, because even there's a scripture here that helps us in that regard and if you need that scripture in case you ever get weary go back and read that scripture and it's in galatians 6 and 9 and it says and let us not lose heart and grow weary and fainting acting nobly and doing right acting nobly doing right for in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap if we do not loosen and, and relax our courage and faint. It's if you don't faint not, in, I think, in the in the King James Version. And some of these things you will reap directly, and some of these things will be in your line, in your lineage. Some of these things will transcend you, uh, 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 you know, as a Lord Tyrus. Also, as we go back to the book, when we're talking about the poor and the needy, we have uh, some verses of scripture here. One of them is Psalm 40 and 17. And, uh, and it says, even though I'm afflicted and needy, uh, still the Lord make, takes thought and is mindful of me. May the Lord always be mindful of you. And here he says, you are my help and my rescuer. Oh my God, do not delay. And I believe this is one of the Psalms of, uh, of David. And we can go into the whole study of David and and you don't even need to be David, but if there are certain areas in your life or in my life where we are afflicted and needy, this is one of the confessions that we can make. We can print this out and confess this over and over again. Uh, who else needs help? Those who feared the Lord or revered the Lord. Because once we hear fear now, we're like, oh my goodness, we're not talking about uh, tormenting fear. We're talking about reverential fear for the Lord. Uh, but one thing here, caveat, I'm not saying do not fear man, but I mean, I'm not saying do not fear man in, in the sense that uh, tormenting fear, but don't let, don't let us get to a place where we have no respect for people. 
we need to have respect for people. We need to have respect for people in the ministry. We need to have respect for elders. We need to have respect for people in authority. Because guess what? You cannot receive from those you do not respect. So you can sit down and everybody can be blessed by the word of the of, of, a, of a pastor or a minister. But if you don't respect them, you cannot receive from them. That's just the way it goes. Because you have your mental block. Not that they're not preaching, but you can't receive. So Malachi 3, uh, 16 and 17 uh, is the scripture here. And it says, then those who fear the Lord. And I just highlighted certain areas that, that popped out to me in that scripture with all filled reverence this is the amplified spoke to one another and the lord paid attention and heard it a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the lord who reverenced the lord with an attitude of reverence and respect an attitude of reverence and respect that's the same attitude we should bring to church an attitude of reverence and respect at all times and who esteem his name meaning god's name they will be mine, says the Lord of hosts. And on that day, when I publicly recognize them and openly declare them to be my own possession, that is my very special treasure. And I will have compassion on them and spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. So how much more as not as parents, there's certain things that we do for our children. How much more when we come to that place where we have a reverential fear for God that we that he will he will spare us, he will look, he looks to us as his own children and he wants to take us as his own children and he wants to he wants to treat us. So even if even if sometimes our natural fathers have fallen short the higher standard is the one that God has and that's the way God looks at us uh, so I just want us to say well you know just to remember that there's a place for 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 having a reverential fear for God and having a reverence for people that God has placed in authority and in ministry and in uh, whether it's whether it's church ministry or it's even at work even at work the manager there's there's a place for for, for reverencing the manager regardless of you know how they act out they're still we're still called to 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 revert them and here also who else uh we're still talking about those who fear the lord uh uh, uh and we we go to psalms 46 and verses 1 and 2 and here it says god is our refuge and strength mighty and impenetrable mighty and impenetrable that's the kind of god we serve a very present and well-proved help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth should change and though the mountains be shaken and slip into the heart of the sea we will still not fear we meaning we will not have a tormenting fear we will not we're, we're reverencing god but regardless of what goes on around us because of our confidence in the god whom which we serve we will still continue to do what we're doing and if there's one thing we've learned in the last couple of years we've we've been in at times when we we we, we could easily slip into fear especially if you watch uh, uh the news regardless of which which station you watch uh you would hear a lot of you know fear 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 so we're almost at the end of those who qualify for help and part of it is those who um the, the other scripture here is those who wait upon the Lord 
and here we have a classic scripture but i highlighted certain points in this uh in this verse of scripture uh, and in isaiah 40 isaiah 40 and 31 it says but those who wait up wait for the lord meaning who expect look for and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power and let's see the ones that highlight they will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun. They will run and not be weary and they will walk and not grow tired. There's certain things that they will do and then there's certain things that God will do. As they lift up, they, they will rise up. As they run, they will not be weary. As they walk, they will not grow uh, tired. But they're doing something. They're moving. They're the ones running. They're the ones walking. And as they do that, he gives them the strength to continue. There's like a, an energy that propels uh, them forward. But they, but there's an action that they're doing, actually. Also in Isaiah 49 and 23, out of the Amplified, it says here that kings will be your attendants and their princes, your nurses. Man, that's, that's a powerful promise. They will bow down to you with their faces to the earth and lick the dust of your feet. Uh, and you shall know, this is, this, is, this is where I'm going, and you shall know with an understanding based on personal experience. An understanding based on personal experience, not based on the pastor's experience, not based on your dad's experience, not based on your child's experience, but based on personal experience that I am the Lord. For they shall not be put to shame who wait and hope expectantly for me. That's why they always say that salvation is a solo spot. Uh, you can't get saved for your child and your father can't get saved for you. You have to get to a point where you, conf- you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth uh, Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Uh, here also Hebrews 9 and 28 says, uh, So Christ, having been offered once and once for all to bear as a burden, the sins of many will appear a second time when he returns to earth. And not not to deal with sin, but to bring salvation to those who are eagerly and confidently waiting for Him. So there's there's so those those of us that are waiting, uh, and while we're waiting, but we're still doing stuff while we're waiting. Though we're not just sitting down like that, twiddling our arms and say, "Okay, Jesus is coming," so, but we're still doing something. Remember, we're running, we're walking, we're you know, we're still doing stuff. Uh, also, so I wanted to add another verse of scripture here. So if you want to jot that down, and that verse of scripture is in Romans uh, 8, 37. Uh, and, it, and in that scripture, where he talks about waiting upon the Lord, uh, regardless of, and you can go back and start from verse 31, uh, where it talks about us being conquerors and everything else. But when we get, by the time we get to 37, but I, 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 I encourage you to read it in, in the context of it, I, even though I'm picking out 37, but I will say go back to 31 and read through 37. It says, yet admit all these things, meaning all these things we talked about from 31 to 36, we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. So we wait on him, and as we wait on him, regardless of all these things that we go through, at the end of the day, we are more than conquerors. So 
I wanted to just kind of uh, add that scripture to that. And so as we segue to the other portion, the the, the third part of our outline uh, is the results of help. So remember now, we, we there's certain areas in our lives and that's not an exhaustive area where we need help. And then who qualifies for help? We've talked about every, we said everybody needs help of some sort. Uh, now, once we get that help, what does it, what does it, what does that help look like? What does help produce? The help that comes from God. What does it help? What does it produce? Uh, and one of the first things it says in our in our notebook is that impossibilities become possibilities. And this one kind of cracked us up because you know when you're like impossibilities, it sounds like Nigerian English, but but you get the gist. Things that were not that were not that didn't seem to be possible now became possible. And we had a testimony on Sunday about somebody who um, got their green card and the protocols that were broken. I mean, not the natural protocols, but spiritual protocols that were broken in that process. That's something that seemingly as as a person may have thought about it, may, may not have thought that they would get that green card that soon. You know, and that impossible situation became a possibility. Or it might even be a job that you're like, I don't think I'm that qualified for the job. And then out of everybody else, you get that particular position. Uh, so I here I have uh, the, the scriptures that come in the book itself. And Second Samuel 22 and 30, it says, For by you, meaning by God, I can run upon a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. And when you look at uh, uh, Psalm 18 and 29, it pretty much says the same thing. It just says in one you're running upon, the other one you're crushing it. Like, like for real, for real, you're crushing it. But I wanted to look for another scripture uh, that, that just to kind of further buttress that particular point when we talk about impossibilities becoming possibilities. Uh, and in Isaiah 48 and eight, uh, 43, sorry, 18 and 19, <clears throat> it says here, and I wanted, to, I didn't want to just stick with 19 because there's one, you want to read it in context. Uh, in 18, it says, do not earnestly remember the former things, uh, neither consider the things of old. You know, things that maybe in the past had been impossible. In verse 19, it says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. So if there was that thing that was impossible, it says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive and know it? And will you not give heed to it? And here is where you see the impossible becoming possible. I would even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And when you look at that, if you really read that verse of scripture, uh, in the wilderness, there's typically, it's a wilderness, there's typically no way there. And he says he will make a way in that, in the middle of that wilderness. So whatever wilderness it is that, or whatever we term as our wilderness, he says he will make a way in that particular wilderness. And rivers in the desert, typically in the desert, there is there are no rivers. And that means that things that, Things that we thought would never be possible because of God's intervention, those things will become possible. So whatever your wilderness is, it says he'll make a way through it. He'll make a way in that particular wilderness and he would give you rivers in that 
desert, whatever that desert is, meaning those impossible things will become possible. So that's a prayer point, actually. Also, the re- the the result of fear is fear. Uh, uh, the result of help, fear vanishes. So the, the, I will go into the verse of scripture, and then I I have an additional scripture that I added. Uh, Psalms 46 and verse 2. Fear vanishes. It says, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains be shaken and slip into the heart of the seas. We've we've shared this scripture before. It says, I will still not fear. Uh, and you know, somebody may look at you and say, You're arrogant, but you're not fearing because you know, you know, you know, you know where you have the you know you have the hookup in the spirit. You know who are you're connected to. That's where you're not afraid. Uh, in, in Isaiah 41 and 10, uh, it says here, Do not be afraid. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. If you say this to a child, and you say, Do not be afraid, I'll take care of it. You know what? That kid is going to go all over the place and say, my dad said they're going to take care of it. My dad said they're going to take care of it. You know, it's like if your 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 child does something to the car and you're like, ah, don't worry about it. Are you okay? You're fine? I'll take care of it. You know, that kind of immediately puts their mind at rest. So here he says, I will take care of it. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Uh, and here I also found another verse of scripture. I mean, there's so many verses of scriptures. Uh, we're just constrained by time. Uh, in Psalm 62 and verse 5, here it says, My soul waits only upon God and silently submit to him. Sorry, let me let that person in. Silently submit to him, for my hope and expectation are from him, not from man. I mean, we need man to help us along. When I say man, I'm man in the generic sense. But our primary hope, that God factor, our primary hope is in God. And that's why he says here, he says, wait only upon the Lord and silently sub- submit to him for my hope and my expectation. In some translations, hope is also translated as expectation uh, uh, from him. So I expect him to do something. And that's because I have a relationship with him. Uh, I'm, you're not going to expect my dad to give you something if he doesn't have a relationship with you. He may give out of his goodwill, uh, but you know, for me, because I have a relationship with him, it's it's it's, it's a sure bank. So, uh, so let's let's keep going. And we talked about fear vanishing. Um, yep, we talked about fear vanishing. Sorry, my my internet did something wonky just now. The other part of it is that boldness and confidence are restored. Boldness and confidence are restored. Uh, And here in Psalm 46 and verse 5, uh, going down the line from the other verse we said, we spoke about, it said, God is in the midst of her, meaning his city. She will not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. So that's our help. That's the kind of God. That's 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 where our confidence is. If you need to write all these scriptures down, and when there's like a challenge, and you just keep reminding God of His word, He said you should remind Him of His word. Uh, Isaiah forty-three and verse one and um, uh, one to three says, "But now, 
this is what the Lord your creator says O Jacob and he he and he who formed you O Israel do not fear for I have redeemed you from captivity the amplifier said I have called you by by name your mind when you pass through the river waters I will be with you and through the rivers they will not overwhelm you amen and through and when when you walk through fire you will not be scorched nor will the flame burn you man you can take that to the bank uh, and in verse 3 and it's and the reason why 1 to 2 would happen the, the reason why one the result of 1 and 2 is that because he is i for in verse 3 says for i am the lord your god the holy one of israel your savior my savior i have given egypt to the babylonians as your ransom kush ancient ethiopia and sheba its province in exchange for you and that was even in the old testament that was before we 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 got engrafted into this new family that was before this transformation that was before he went to the cross that was before he died on the cross that was before he he ransomed he did all this for us so i mean we're, we're in a good place we're in a good place if we only believe it if we only mix what the word that we're hearing tonight by faith where we we're in a good place So I wanted to add some other scriptures here. And so these are not in your book if you want to if you want to write them down. And that's Hebrews uh, 4 <clears throat> Hebrews 4 and 16. And it says, "Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to all sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time." for every need every need meaning may we find appropriate help and well timed help coming just when we need it you know sometimes somebody somebody wants to help sometimes that's just that's just this just our prayer all the time should be may we get that appropriate help and well timed help coming just when we need it because some help comes and is like Ah man I wish I had gotten that last week. May that not be our, may that not be our case. Maybe may that help come at the right time. Uh there, there was a book years later it says uh, uh a a day a day a dollar short and a day late. May that not be may that not be our portion. Uh first John 5:14 through 16 uh still talking about boldness and confidence that are restored. It said and this is the confidence the assurance the privilege of boldness which we have in him we, we are sure we are sure i am sure that if we ask anything make any request according to his will in agreement with his own plan he listens to and hears us and since and and if or since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have we have granted us as our present possession the request made of him that's why i like the amplified in some of these instances because there's there's that confidence it's like we have that boldness we have we have that confident assurance we, it, it is settled with absolute knowledge that we have it so those are some of the scriptures i wanted to to add to it i think i only have about two slides well i like i have about three slides left the results of help um 
Difficult assignments become easy when God is involved through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And one of the scriptures that I found here was uh, Philippians 4 and 13. It's not, in your, it's not in your notes. And here it says, For I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers, empow, empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything uh, through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in God's sufficiency or in Christ's sufficiency. So those difficult assignments, this is another scripture that I encourage us to print out and just confess when we're faced with, not even when you're faced with anything, just, just, just as part of the confessions that we make. Uh, in your book, uh, it says, uh, uh, Victory is in Christ. Uh, I, I put that there because I wanted, I wanted us to kind of narrow it down. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is who has our back. And it says here that in the same way the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness, we do not know what to pray, what prayer to offer, or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit himself, knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for word. Too deep for word. Sometimes we don't, in fact, we don't even know just the Holy Spirit just helps us to pray. Uh, and, and, and an example of that kind of difficult assignment that became easy, and you can go back and read this uh, on your own time, uh, is, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, David and Goliath. And the story of David and Goliath is in 1 Samuel uh, 17, 1 to 25. Please ignore that 7 at the end. I have no idea where that came from. But uh, 1 Samuel 17, 1 to 25. And he, he gives you the example of, of somebody who relied in God. And he even said that, you know, you know, who's this uncircumcised Philistine that wants to stand against the God that, he, 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 that has saved him for so many situations. So our God has a track record. Our God has a track record. Uh, the last part of this is the uh, result of help is divine provision. Uh, and in Matthew 6 and, uh, and uh, 33, actually I encourage you to, at, at our own time to go back and read it from 28 through 34. Uh, uh, because it's, But in 33 it says, but first and most importantly, seek, meaning you aim at, strive after his kingdom. That's the bottom line. That's the God factor Pastor was talking about. Strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. That's the God kind of righteousness. The God factor, the God kind of righteousness, the God kind of faith, uh, the attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you also. Meaning all those things that you're looking for, as long as you line yourself in, within these parameters, uh, it is, it, it's going to work out for you. Philippians 4 and uh, uh, 14. For, well, sometimes we, we just stick on Philippians 4 and 19. But I wanted us to, to kind of, uh, you know, kind of read it in context. Because oftentimes we just say, oh, but my God will supply. Ah, yeah, it's true. But there's something that happens before that or, or that happens. Uh, Philippians 4 and 14 says, but it was right and commendable uh, and, and noble of you. To contribute to my needs and share and to share my difficulties with me and you Philippians yourselves well know that in the early days of the gospel ministry when I left Macedonia remember when it's a come to Macedonia help me and help us no church 
or assembly entered into partnership with him, with me, meaning Paul, and opened up a debit and, a, and credit account in giving and receiving except you only, meaning the Philippians. Even when in Thessalonica, you sent me contributions for my needs, not only once, but a second time. Not that I seek or am eager for your gift, but I do seek and am eager for the fruit which increases to your credits, the harvest of blessing that is accumulating into your account because of all those things that you have done, all those giving that you have done. For I have your full payment and more. I have everything I need and I'm amply supplied. Now, now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent to me, you sent me, they are the fragrant odor of an offering and sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. He delights in our giving. And because of verses 14 to 18, it says, And my God, meaning, will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ. Until we have done 14 to 18. 19, it will be by the grace of God. So let's, you know, make sure we do 14 to 18. So where do we find help? Uh, uh, where do we find help? And I'm going to give you uh, the answer that somebody from the legal department will give you. It depends. Uh, it depends on what kind of help you're looking for. Spiritual help, mental help, financial help, marital help, parenting, dental, immigration resources, and things of that sort. But God encourages us through his word in Jeremiah 33 and 3, it says, Come to me and I will answer you and I will tell you and even show you great and mighty, great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. And also talking about help and how we should, we should, he encourages us to come and seek help, even in the area of healing. He says, Is there anyone that is sick? Anyone among you sick, you should call in the church elders, the spiritual guides, and they, and they should pray over him, anointing him with oil in the Lord's name. And the prayer that is of faith, the prayer that is of faith will save him who is sick, and the Lord will restore him. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So, there's, there's an encouragement for us to come to ask God for help. And uh, in conclusion, and then I'm going to pull up the kind of spreadsheet that we're, we're working on in terms of, uh, in terms of help. Uh, here is, it, sorry, I need to move this out of the way again. Uh, here it says we all need help. That's the conclusion in, in our chapter is we all need help. Jesus is our source of help. But here is in the book it says you must be qualified and we kind of talked about that we're like you know what even if you're not like qualified god will still help you the help may be different because it might be the help for salvation most most, most of us do not qualify for salvation but somebody spoke to us and we received jesus and so that's that's the help that we needed at that point in time we needed a savior somebody spoke to us or we heard the word and we became Christians. So, must be qualified for to have positive results. And here we have here uh, one of the things that in, in, in talking about that qualified, which I have highlighted, 
Uh, but God will have mercy on who he will have mercy on. That's the Bible. There's a verse of scripture there. And that the Lord can help us in all areas of life as long as we ask for help. Uh, so that's, you know, it gives us an opportunity to ask for help. And then he shares some scriptures and these two scriptures. And then I added one third one. And in Psalm 22 and 11, uh, out of the Amplified says, Do not be far from me. Meaning, that's our cry for help. For trouble is near and there is no one to help. No one meaning no one but God to help. There's some some situations that you're in that, you know what, there's only God that can, that can intervene in that situation. Also in Psalm 1, 108 and verse 12 uh, it says give us help against the adversary for deliverance by man is in vain a worthless hope is what the Amplified says and here we have a note here saying cry to God first and I tied it to the God factor that pastor was uh, started to minister on over the weekend and God will use man to help you God will use man to help you. Uh, sometimes he even use the enemy to help you. But anyway. Um, and I added this other scripture. Psalm 91 and verse 14 through 16. You can actually read the whole Psalm uh, 91. It's, it's a very good one. Psalm 89 is also really good. Psalm 90 is also good. Uh, uh, and here it says in Psalm 91, 14. It says, because he has set his love upon me. Meaning because I have set my love upon God. Therefore, God, he will, therefore, will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. And here is, is where I really want us to zero in. It says, has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness. Trust and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. And in verse 15, it says, he shall call upon me, meaning I shall call upon God. You shall call upon God and I will answer him, meaning he will answer us. I, I will be with him in trouble, meaning he will be with us in trouble. I will honor him and honor him and I will deliver him and honor him, meaning he will deliver us and honor us. Um, I want to quickly share uh, the the list that we're working on uh, with us uh, in the area of help. Um, and we're working on this list. I don't know if you can see it. I, ho I hope you can see it. Can, can we see it? I see it. Can we see it? Can we see the spreadsheet? No. Okay. So that means we can see the spreadsheet. Let's see. Uh, I think you probably need to quit sharing this one and then share that. Yeah, I just did a new share. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and here we're, we're compiling a list, and it's, it's not an exhaustive list, so please, uh, as you have suggestions, please reach out to the teachers and we add to this list. And uh, we have lists in the area of health, the community clinic, food, the food bank, and we already have a relationship with the food bank. Uh, educational and employment services. Uh, there's an address here in, in Rogers. Temporary housing. Uh, may that not, never be a situation that we need help for, but if you want to pass on the resource to somebody else, that would be great. Uh, emergency services. The American Red Cross is a tried and true. Uh, um, but they also offer some other things. They offer, also offer rental assistance and, and think other things. You, you can, you can uh, do a Google search of them. Health, 
uh, this is this in particular is, is is cancer support home, but there's another help down down in the list. Uh, food assistance um, and and food assistance doesn't mean that you know somebody is looking down on anybody, but sometimes we need help uh, 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 in the area of uh, supplemental food assistance, meaning SNAP, uh, as well as the transitional employment assistance and Medicaid. I will tell you for f- sake of full disclosure, when we first of all moved to America and things were tough, I, my oldest son was raised on WIC, uh, which was women, infant, and children, and we'll get those vouchers, and you know that's 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 that's, that's how we did. Uh, um, um, and health center, we have the health uh, uh, alcohol uh, rehab center uh, under health. We have drugs and alcohol abuse under health. Uh, this this we're, we're hoping you're going to give it to other people that nobody is dealing with that. But if you are, there's a place to get help. Uh, there's dental help here in, in Rogers, financial assistance, helping hands. They also have a thrift store. Uh, career preparation, dress for success. Their, their clients are mostly women. And so, you know, like somebody wants to go on an interview and needs clothing, you can go there and shop and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, financial assistance we talked about that career prep legal help uh at the there's there's one there's one outside of the university and that's arkansas united immigrant resource center and they do a lot of things they also have legal help uh and a lot of the minority communities leverage them uh for help for immigration matters but if you're in and there's also the help on the on the campus uh, the the university uh, international students uh, there's there's a there's a whole area where you know when people are new to the university navigating and you know where resources are and that's also on the list there's also legal help which is the immigration clinic that leverages uh, law students uh, and sister Marie can talk more to that leverages law students I think they get like four credits for helping per the semester that they help and they can help people with their immigration uh, matters um, uh, while they're in law school uh, under the supervision of a, of, a, of a lawyer, of course, at that point in time. And there's also another one here that is uh, upskilled NWA uh, that helps with tuition and connects um, participants with the career opportunities. So we're going to put this on, our, um, on the church platform. Uh, and we're going to add to it, so please come back periodically uh, over the weekend. Hopefully, I have some more time, and I'll do some more Google search uh, and add some more to to this list. Uh, so we're talking about, you know, we're talking about areas that people may need help, and so this is one of those areas. Uh, we, we, I mean, there's a place for the Word of God. There's also a place for with the tangible things, you know, financial help. You know, assistance and things like that. As most of the townships around here help with paying uh, electricity bills and water bills and other things that people may need help with. Uh, so that's that's it for me. And uh, uh, thank you so much for for being part of this uh, uh, lesson. Praise the Lord.